please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Travel Tips Podcast listeners, this is Kai speaking. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining today's Travel Tips Podcast. It is March 16th and we are very close to the March equinox. And I would like to dedicate today's Travel Tips Podcast to the equinox. So let's talk about that since in Chichen Itza that is becoming quite a big deal. I thought that might be a good idea to talk about the equinox in general since you can experience well while traveling all over the world. I would like to get into the equinox, what happens in Chichen Itza, why it is such a big deal and uh, talk a bit more in general as well about the equinox. Well, first of all, the March equinox can this year will be the 20th of March. Depending where you are, uh, it will have a different time uh, set. So the March equinox marks actually the moment where the sun crosses the celestial equator. Equator. Did you know that? I didn't know that in these words, let me say it like that. The imaginary line in the sky above the Earth's equator. That's the celestial equator. Wow. This happens on March 19th, 20th or 21st every year. Like I said, the date can actually differ. Do you remember that it is March 21st? Hmm? Remember well, because uh, the last time it has been March 21st, it was in 2007. And the next time it will be in 2101 that the equinox will fall on March 21st. So, like I said, the date of the equinox can vary. We have, by the way, two equinoxes in the year, one in September and one in March. Since we are in March right now, we are talking about this month equinox. Okay, conventional wisdom suggests that on the equinox, everybody on the earth get um, to experience a day and a night of equal length. That's how we know these days. 12, hour, 12 hours of light, 12 hours and, uh, of, of night. Same time, dark as same time. Uh, the light. In fact, the name equinox is de derived from the Latin words equus or aequus, meaning equal, and nox, meaning night. But in reality, most places on earth get to see more daylight than nighttime on the equinoxes. This is because of two reasons. Let me tell you how sunrise and sunset is uh, defined and the atmospheric reflection of the sunlight refraction of the sunlight why don't you why don't the equinoxes have equal day and night well most locations of earth 
except those on the equator do have almost equal day and night twice a year. The dates for this event, which is also known as equilux, depend on the location's latitude and can be a few days before or after the equinoxes. In reality though, this means, well, that on that certain day, that certain time, well, we are getting close that we are having the same uh, length this of uh, or duration of uh, light and night. And for the Mayans, this was a yeah, milestone in the year. It would mark not only for the Mayans, it uh, marks uh, the first day of spring, but as well for the Mayans, very important uh, to know when to start their. Uh, yeah, agriculture. They, they would mark their dates through the astronomy and uh, would know thanks to the stars and as well the sun and the equinox when to bring out certain seeds. So, speaking of which, the Mayans and the why is that uh, important in Chichen Itza. Let's uh, talk about Chichen Itza. Well, translated means uh, at the mouth of the well of the Itza people. Well, the people lived in this ancient city from around 600 AD till about 1200 AD. These dates correspond to the late classic and post-classic periods. So, I don't want to spoil everything about Chichen Itza, obviously, I want you guys to go there and experience it by your own. It is really, really uh, impressive the, uh, yeah, how big the area is, the structures, the facilities, the sculptures, everything uh, is very, very impressive. I really like to go there and uh, well, in the center of the archaeological site, you have the main structure, a pyramid-shaped structure uh, called as well El Castillo, the castle, and uh, it is, well, at all four sides having uh, stairs, and the stairs are, well, surrounded or covered by uh, two big snakes with a head on the on the on the ground and the tails up to the uh, temple on top of the uh, main structure. Well, and these snakes are a symbol of the feathered serpent uh, or the feathered serpent deity Kukulkan. Well, he reveals himself only twice a year at the spring and the fall equinox at Chichen Itza. So now we're closing the circle. Why has that to do with? Uh, the equinox and Chichen Itza, why is it kind of a big deal? People going there, thousands of people you will have sitting around the, not around, only on one half of the uh, main structure, the El Castillo in Chichen Itza, the 20th of March. Uh, it's actually expected to be around uh, 3.45 uh, in the afternoon. I have seen pictures, I've never been there to be honest because I am not a people people. I don't like so many um, masses of people sitting there around waiting for that uh, yeah, phenomena to happen. I'm going to explain to you. So um, this actually happened now for over 
1200 years and uh, yeah well it's no no magic it has to do with uh, the sunset and the the light falling on a certain or in a certain angle on the main structure and casting a shadow on the uh, sculptures of those snakes which with the sinking sun moves slowly the shade the shadow moves slowly along the snake and it looks like or it appears like that snake the feather serpent uh, Koko Khan uh, is actually coming down from the stairwell or the, the, the main structure. The ancient Maya built that famous Castillo uh, in an well, ingenious way. It is uh, it is actually a controversy. Archaeologists are debating if they did that on purpose. It is probably because it had happens around these dates. It only uh, does not only happen exactly at the equinox. It happens. Uh, it starts to be. Uh, yeah, visible a couple of days, if not even weeks before and after the equinox. So, um, during both spring and fall equinox, the shadow of the mythical feathered serpent, serpent <laughs> Kukulkan, uh, yeah, seems to descend its stairs at the sunset. So, the, at the, the full extent of their brilliance itself, well, is to see at 3.45, as I said, when the sun hits just right in the right angle, the uh, Kukukan pyramid, and it makes, uh, the, the serpent makes the descent of 91 steps, which is the, uh, each stair well of the uh, pyramid. And uh, yeah, that is very impressive. Like I said, many, many thousands of people will be there uh, too. They come yeah, from all over the world to tend to get there on this specific date uh, to witness this phenomena. It is what well, we call it the equinox rush. Um, well, it's extremely busy there. Uh, we prefer to go there early in the morning and uh, look at it from there. If we have requests, if guests are uh, insisting to go there at this time of the day, well, we make it happen. If uh, if yeah, it makes you happy, it makes us happy. And um, yeah, what our recommend, uh, recommendation actually were, uh, would be in regards to Chichen Itza as a local, well, I would say try other days. Do not do it on the 20th. Go there the 17th, the 18th, uh, the 23rd, the 24th. It will not be crowded in the afternoon and you still will be able uh, to see that uh, huge snake descending. Uh, well, its body was made up of triangles uh, lit up by the rays of the setting sun. Do you can see that? It looks like um, they are getting slimmer and slimmer. They are, and in that way, it looks literally like this. Uh, the snake is descending. Um, this all, this this entire happening takes place in between 15 to 20 minutes. It's very interesting to see if you put a time lapse on it and uh, actually run down, uh, literally running it down the pyramid in uh, yeah 10 to 15 seconds. That is uh, actually nice to see. 
Okay, um, a bit more of history. Who's Kukul Khan, the feathered serpent? Is uh, well, uh, the mythical feathered serpent of the Mayas is one of their uh, major uh, deities. He corresponds uh, corresponds to the Quetzalcoatl of the Aztecs or the Aztec feathered serpent. Uh, you see different uh, cultures, but two, uh, yeah, let's say same. Of, uh, shaped gods, uh, both the Aztecs and the Mayas had a, a feathered serpent deity. In uh, the Aztec uh, language, it was called Quetzalcoatl, and uh, for the Mayas, that would be the Cuculcan. He ha uh, has his origin as the vision serpent of the classic Maya, the main means of communication between the ruler and the deities. But for the, for the Itza of the post-classic period, the vision serpent took on a different role. He became more of a symbol of their powerful state. Legend has it that Kukulkan helped his people during the time he was among them. He was an actual person, he was among them. When he left, he promised to return by water. In a way, Kukulkan was the reason for, well, that's far-fetched, but you could tell it like that, that Kukulkan was the reason, or his promise that he's actually coming back returning by water that was the reason for the decline of the mayas there are many more reasons of the decline of the mayan uh, culture uh, most mayans thought kukukan was returning when the spaniards showed up after all they came by water like kukukan promised so instead of fighting the spaniards they believed that their god is coming back and they gave them everything they could um, Chichen Itza is located, well, to give you a better understanding how to get there, what to do there, if you're planning to, if you're around, or maybe you're planning to go there, you can, by the way, see the same phenomena with the uh, feather ser feathered serpent going down the pyramid, you can see that in uh, September as well, during the winter equinox. The thing with that is, you... Well, if it is cloudy, uh, you will not see that phenomenon. So be aware of that. Uh, give you an idea of the location of Chichen Itza. It is located in the state here in Quintana Roo, um, which is, no, which is not even true. It is located in Yucatan. And uh, we are located in Quintana Roo. We are moving. Actually, I was about to say that we are moving from one state to the other, from Quintana Roo to um, Chichen Itza. And there is at the moment still one hour time difference that will be, uh, yeah, change or that changes the night from uh, March to the 1st of April and uh, there the time zone or the time change daylight savings uh, saving times in yucatan and the rest of mexico the hour will be adjusted one hour and actually quintana roo is the only state here in mexico which is not changing the clock so be aware of that as well if you're traveling uh 
the 1st of April that you are not getting confused with the time. So, um, sorry, enjoying my coffee here. Um, Chichen Itza, like I said, right now uh, in our uh, time difference, which is a big advantage if you're leaving from Playa de Carmen, it's only two hours. You can leave here roughly at seven and you still arrive at eight a.m. sharp because of that one hour time difference. Um, you could also go alternatively through the old roads. I mean, the two hours that's above the toll road, which is pretty boring. It's a, it's a very straight, flat, safe road though. But to the right and to the left, there's nothing to see. If you want to see a bit more, if you want to pass through the colonial town of Valladolid, for example, and many, many, many other little villages, well, then you take the uh, other road, the old road which goes through all those little villages and there's a lot of toppers those are the speed bumps be careful if you're driving by your own uh, yeah well i personally prefer the the toll road it saves me a couple of kilometers and in total almost 45 yeah i would say 45 minutes of driving one way there are plenty of accommodations around Chichen Itza if you're planning to stay there after the equinox, after the uh, Khan feathered serpent went down. There are plenty of uh, accommodations in and around Chichen Itza. Actually, there is a hotel right on the archaeological site, which is pretty interesting. Um, getting back to the equinox, what means the equinox? I already explained a little bit, it's the change of the sun over the celestial equator and um, well all over the world it is celebrated in different uh, in different ways for example it is also the the beginning of Easter uh, it, it plays a huge role in calculating the dates for uh, when to celebrate the Jewish Passover and Christian Easter in uh, there is a Chinese uh, tradition calls for which calls for balancing eggs eggs chicken eggs as a symbol of fertility on the day of the march equinox for good luck and prosperity this ancient custom uh, has given rise to a modern myth every year during the march equinox people claim that it is the only day of their year when an egg can be perfectly balanced on its end which is actually not true <laughs> uh, i just tried it and uh, it is not the March equinox yet and the egg was perfectly balanced. Uh, the Iranian New Year is actually celebrated, occurs during the time of the March equinox in accordance with the Persian astronomical calendar. I didn't know that. And it has been celebrated for over 3000 years and it is rooted rooted in the traditions of the Zoroastrianism. That's a word I had to read up. Zoroastrianism. In Japan, people remember their ancestors on the uh, March Equinox. It's called Yigan or Oigan. It's a week of Buddhist services in Japan during the March and September equinox. Both equinoxes have been national holidays since the Meiji period. 
Egan means the other shore and refers to dead spirits who reach nirvana after crossing the river over existence. It celebrates the spiritual move from the world of suffering to the world of enlightenment. Doesn't sound that nice. Well, my friends, if you're still listening, you are awesome. Thank you very much. I'm hoping you know a bit more now about the equinox, the March equinox in relation to the archaeological site, the Mayan ancient city of Chichen Itza. I'm hoping you enjoyed it. I think it was a bit dry. I was reading quite a couple of things uh, because I was yeah, doing some research before that podcast, but I'm hoping you still enjoyed it. And uh, should you want me to cover other things, if you have questions about traveling in general or hear about the Yucatan Peninsula, Mexico, Playa de Carmen or whatever, you just ask me. Use the hashtag Q-N-A-K-A-Y and uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. I am happy to get in touch. Okay, my friends, if you like what I'm doing, well, you know the drill, put on some likes, thumb ups, stars, bubbles, whatever makes that thing float in the internet. Thank you very much. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Bye bye.